0: Aloha.
1: Aloha. Aloha.
0: Welcome to Wisdom Dialogue. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) With Hope Johnson coming to you from Hawaiian Sanctuary on the beautiful big island of Hawaii. Hooray,
1: everyone.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We couldn't be... um, having a more potent, directional kind of experience. Uh, It's been really fun for me. I've, you know, my, in my experience, all these different friends have been popping up telling me they think they have COVID (laughs) or saying stuff like I'm sick. And I'm like, you're not sick. That's not possible. It's not possible to be sick. If you think you are sick, then you're misperceiving. It's not possible for you to be sick. It's not possible for um, your body to be sick, let's say that. It's not possible for your body to be sick. The body mm-hmm. is a projection, so ever, however it's projected, that's how it's projected.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's not sick or well, it's always a perfect projection. <laughs> the mind that's making it up is sick see the sickness is in the mind so the mind mind has made the body vulnerable to its attacks on you because the mind can't attack you you're beyond attack but the mind can make an image of you and attack it (laughs) and then you can identify with that image or not. So it could be really powerful when you're getting the perception of sickness, whether the sickness be um, a, a perception of sickness in your own body or a perception of sickness in the body of another person, it's the same thing. So it's not like you're more or less guilty. You're never guilty. You're always pure innocence, anyways. Um, but you're not more or less conscious or whatever if you perceive sicknesses in another person. Or in your own body you're getting a perception of sickness that is an opportunity it doesn't matter where it is it's not a uh, it's not an indication of guilt (laughs) it's just an opportunity for healing the sense that you are guilty okay so if you're having a perception that um, you're in a body that perception comes from the sense that you're guilty that perception comes from that so you know being feeling like and perceiving like you're you're in this illusion and you're not capable of waking up is based on a guilty thought the root the foundation of it is a guilty thought that you separated yourself So through perceiving illusions, and this is why I love it, I get the perception of of, uh, my friends going, oh, yeah, uh, I have COVID, or I had COVID, or Hope, I'm sick. (laughs) And it's like, no, you're not sick. Any symptoms, any symptom that comes It's always the same. It's an energetic thing. It's an energetic interpretation. It's your interpretation of energy in a way that makes it look like your body is sick. And feel like it's a sense. It's a feeling sense. It's a projection. It's not there. That's why it can be healed in an instant. That's why uh, it is healed as soon as you ask for it to be healed. It is healed. You don't even have to ask again. As soon as you ask for it to be healed, it's healed. So, uh, you know, you're not you're continuing to misperceive after it's healed is just faithlessness. Mm. That's all. So it's not. It doesn't have to be made into a problem that you're faithless it's just don't use your perceived continuation of the symptoms as if it's unhealed don't make it out that way just because it looks that way you cannot trust your senses you're making nonsense up you're perceiving these uh, uh, uh maleficent energies basically uh, Maleficent that's a Disney character right, yep, yep. malevolent no you I, is that how it is I don't know you guys know what I mean there's here.
2: definitely malevolent but she I always thought she was named Maleficent because it wasn't <laughs> a real word but now I don't know maybe it's malevolent I've said that so many
0: times <laughs> they've merged so much yeah. huh. anyways these thoughts that are against mm-hmm. you are always circulating the mind. So it's like you're going to pick up on thoughts. It's kind of like you're an antenna and you're picking up on thoughts Mm. that are against you. So you can say that your function in that is just to notice that they are indeed against you. (laughs) Because the only reason you would follow it is because you think it's valuable. Okay? So I had a friend recently tell me that she found herself just looking at all this stuff on the internet about neg- like neg- these negative stories, these bad, sad stories of things that are apparently going on in the world, you know. Um, and you know, she, as she's doing that, she is doing it because it seems to be in her best interest. See? Uh, so if you apply some reason to that, you know, you just look at whatever it is that you seem to be doing, you, you know, you're only, you only seem to be doing it because it seems to be in your best interest. So like, look at how it's, look at where it's leading. Look at how it feels, that kind of stuff. It reminds me too of this Facebook post where I saw, I I saw, and it was something about make America great again. Um, uh, spank your kids when they need it or something like that. Give your kids a good spanking when they need it. And it's got like an image of a a man with a little boy over his knee and he's spanking his ass for his country.
1: (laughs) <laughs> it's like
0: you know we try to use our our mind and our thought processes to determine how we should be what we should be doing and stuff like that when we can just tune in like no just notice how it feels like right now it's not like you have to uh you have to punish uh, yourself or anyone uh, or anyone right now you don't have to be in a punishment mode you don't have to be in a punishment mode cuz all punishment is self punishment
1: mm.
0: whether you're spanking your kid's ass or you're showing you're teaching someone a lesson by giving them the cold shoulder you know all pu- all punishment all drive per- toward punishment is a misperception about yourself and it feels heavy and, you know, if there's just looking and, and noticing how it feels to be in this uh, sense that that punishment is in your best interest, you know, you naturally start to just make better choices. It's like, it, can I really be that free? I remember when I was younger, you know, uh, my parents always were always loved corporal punishment, like that was part of their religion, you know, <laughs> like, ah, like, oh, hello, like, like, you know, it's like that spare the rod and spoil the child thing. So at sometimes they'd like line us all up and go and go, okay, you know what? There hasn't been enough productivity around this household. People haven't been doing enough around this household. You kids, you know, you've been just goofing off and stuff. So all of you, you know, you just line up right here and we're just going to spank all you guys. And I'm like, what What the heck? I'm like, wait a minute. I cleaned the fridge. And they're like, all right, Hope, you're off the hook. uh, Get out of it. I was always, like, trying to get out of that stuff. I did not like corporal corporal punishment. Some of my brothers and sisters definitely seemed like they did. So they just keep on doing the shit that they would, or else they didn't know what they were doing or something. Um, But, you know... The, 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 whole, the whole drive toward something like that is as if it could make things better. And I remember the fear within myself. You know, my oldest child is 29 years old. And when she was younger, just the fear of not using corporal punishment. It was like, is she going to turn out okay? Hmm. What if I turned out the way I turned out? Because my parents did all that stuff. What if my parents, like, I had this fear of getting in my butt spanked. What if I turned out like that because of that? So, um, you know, there had to be a willingness to let go and also let the, and let things show themselves, let things reveal themselves, you know, through experience. So I just said, well, let's, uh, let's experience. And down the road, you know, first there was like stopping of corporal punishment then stopping up all forms of punishment, eventually. Uh, I ha- ended up having two other kids, so I had lots of practice with this. See, like some of them, like the, the youngest one, who's 13, never had any of that stuff. No corporal punishment, no uh, any kind of psychological punishment, anything like that. Just like for just completely free, just, you know, to, to, to be however he is. Um, and, you know, notice it's, it's just a beautiful uh, exploration, awakening for all of these kids, no matter what stage I started, no matter what stage I started, just letting go of all need for punishment and even telling them what to do, unless they're asking me. I mean, if they're interested in my guidance... <laughs> But, like, going in their room with a mad face and going, hey, have you done this and this and this and this and this? It's like, no. No need. It's amazing.
3: Just watching a flower blossom, right? Exactly. Doesn't need any of
0: your help. Always, you know, it's so nice, You, 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 you know, just, like, to be able to be supportive of people, regardless of, you know, if they're your kid or anything else, you know. And just, like, Whenever, whenever you meet, you meet in the hallway or whatever, whenever you meet, it's like, hey, how are you doing? You know, what's going on with you and what are you interested in? What are you, you know, um, what's floating your cork today? You know, <laughs> instead of what are we going to do to make all this stuff better? <laughs> You know, and, and just an opening to watching how it's flowing out of your mind. Nothing, nothing is actually being done by you in the first place. So it's not like you can control your life, but you can think you can control your life. And that's what causes suffering. Okay? Because it puts a major burden on yourself.
4: Interesting, just recently uh, I have a couple friends staying with me, and like when it was earlier this week, I just got upset. I'm like, you know what? They're not, we don't have a contract for like hours for like work trade or anything. it's like, today's the day, like 20 hours a week, you guys. <laughs> and this needs to get done, and like I even put like a couple pieces of paper out, like they can like put hours, and I was, I could feel myself like wavering in and out of it, like feeling like I don't need to do this. Like I haven't done this for these last four months. Like why am I now? <laughs> and the funny thing is I ended up doing all the stuff that I asked them to do. And then like, why am I come Like you asked us to do it. You need help. And now you just did it. So, um, I guess committing to that, like to letting things be, it feels scary.
1: Like oh, yeah, you
4: know, yeah, to, it's all going to go to shit if I don't say anything. Right, but. and you can't help
0: it. That activity that's coming out of you, it's just due to the fear that it's going to be a mess if you don't do it. And, you know, you never need any activity that comes out of that. That's not a necessary activity. That's what's fun. But, it, you know, it's also nothing to be condemned. It's just kind of funny. It is. Yeah. I mean, you you just laugh at it. We all play the fool. It's fun. You know. (laughs) You you know, you don't have to be. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for coming. I
4: appreciate you. So just observing all of that, without judgment, like, oh, tried that. So I'm going to try again. I and tell people thank you me. for
0: playing, <laughs> you know. Thank you for playing. It's just fun. We have our little, we, we have our little patterns. We run our little patterns. And then they're, they're over. They're just over. I have a super good example of that uh, from last time I did Wisdom Dialogues online on Monday, this Monday. Right at the end of the show, I was talking with my friend, Ann, and all of a sudden, this, uh, this uh, guilty feeling struck. And it was like, oh, my God, I didn't share everything I wanted to share. And Ann looked at me, and she goes, oh, my God, that's guilt. And I was like, I totally feel it. It's right here. It's like, it's right here. I totally feel that. And and it's like, and even when I talk about it, I could feel it too. Again, right there is like this sense that I I I I, I didn't do what I wanted to do. You know, and she's like, oh, I'm like, yes, that's what, that's it. And and then a, a little bit later, my son was cooking some food, and it struck again. It was hardcore, it, and it came with thoughts that I should like get it together and get things. And I was like, and it was like, boom. My son's like, do you want some of this food? And I go, no, not right at this moment. I will. It smells great. I will come back. But I just like walked outside and I just like let this heavy feeling from right here just like and let it go. See, and that's all that's being asked with these patterns when they come up. You know, if they lead you to speak something or act a certain way or whatever, anything like that, be willing to let that go fast forgiveness. a 100%? Is
5: that self expectation from myself? So we're feeling that grief or whatever? And not the
0: That's right. That anything where you feel a sense of guilt or shame or anything like that, that comes from the sense that you separated yourself. So the illusion is all set up to get that feeling. It's a it's a, a it's a like a trigger to trigger that feeling and bring it up. That's why it's all set up to do that. So you're going to get that. It doesn't mean that you have to do anything. And see, the the thing is, and and not looking at it in a rebellious way. Do you know what I mean? Not looking at it like a rebellious way, like, oh, fuck you. I'm not changing anything. I'm going to just keep on doing it the way I'm doing it. It's not like that either. It's just so light because consciousness is, consciously, is, is, a, is constantly expanding. And it's through information that consciousness is also learning. And the more you're allowing yourself to be in innocence and joy, the more that consciousness can come through you in that way and bring it back to you through the people that you, that you interact with, through everything and everyone that you interact with. So it's just like allowing yourself to be completely free of any, uh, concept that says you should be a certain way. And, you know, you really can't allow yourself to be that free unless you're willing to listen to your, your inner teacher and not your own judgment that you formed with the ego. See, that's the that's the only way you're going to allow yourself to just be at peace with everything that you perceive yourself to do, because if you go with the ego, like you know, uh, like Yvette gave an example of going with fear and the action is taking place um, out of fear, then you know you, that's a choice that you're making, and so. Once you've gone in fear, that doesn't mean that you're not still making the choice because it's over and over and over again. So you can pop out any moment. You know, I, I've, had a, I've had an experience where I, I was talking to my husband about one of my employees and I was just talking so much shit about that employee. I was saying how <laughs> selfish she is. And I was giving examples of how I'd like to back up my arguments of what kind of person she is. And then it was like 45 minutes in and I said, oh my God, all that stuff that I just said about myself, that was about myself. All the stuff I said about her, that was about myself. That was not about, that had nothing to do with her. And it was so interesting because we had this certain kind of energy playing where, you know, you, I'm sure you've had these kinds of relatings before where there's this certain kind of energy. It's almost like you're friendly, but there's this underlying, "Eh, eh, eh," you know, uh, and, and, and it's, it's kind of confusing, you know, it's just kind of confusing. It's like, why is there this, uh, this underlying kind of energy? And, you know, it, it's, to me, it's really fun because it's given us to see through that underlying energy is going to trigger a sense. Like they are really the way that you're making out uh, not to be. We're going to trigger that kind of sense. And so then I even have the perception that the person is talking shit on me. Like if people come and report back to me that a person's talking shit on me, that's a really fun perception to have. (laughs) Like, like, you know, maybe that didn't need to be shared with me. I don't know. (laughs) I could could have gone forward with the perception that that person thinks I'm awesome. (laughs) But uh, no, it's just fun. Um, So so then the, the person wants to do some work for me and I go, uh, and I go. Oh, okay. So they come over, and I said, Hey, you know what? I've, I I heard about, you know, you weren't that happy. You, you know, you weren't super stoked stoked about, you know, something that has to do with me. And, um, and, and you know, I wanted to just reach out to you and let you know if there's something that you need for me to make that feel good. Then, you know, um, we can talk about that and stuff like that. And she just goes, Well, you know what? That really wasn't about you. I just wasn't feeling good, you know. I just really wasn't feeling good, and no, you've been awesome, and you don't need to mm. give me anything either, you know. And it's just like, um, and, and and like I don't consider myself like a good communicator, okay? Like I'm, I'm pretty freaking like just whatevs, you know. <laughs> uh, 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 but I'm, I'm always asking. I don't even know if I'm gonna say anything to the person. Before it just starts popping out of my mouth, you know. But but when there's willingness, like asking the inner guide how to handle the situation, and that's and, and that's where I go. And until I feel like it's a an it would be an inspired action, you know, the 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 movement usually doesn't take place just because of a willingness to keep on relaxing in my mind, because I don't have I don't actually have the control over. What I'm, gonna, what I'm saying or anything. I don't have, actually have any control. And, you know, uh, the thing is, your, your, your weakness, whatever you think is your weakness, uh, 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 any, any kind of downfalls or I wish I was better or something like that, um, that you consider that's your spirit's strength. You just like give it up. Just give it up to your spirit. Just let that be what it is. And, you know, and and you'll be able to um, communicate. Basically, it's not in the words. Uh, it, only loving thoughts can be communicated. Okay, so basically the thought of God is a thought of love. Okay, all those other thoughts, those worldly thoughts, those are not communicated. They're completely meaningless. They're nothing. They're kind of like keeping the mind occupied and and helping you bring up... Uh, Feelings that need to be uh, healed. Feelings that represent thoughts that are against you. It's an an easy and a blessed function to have. Because you're always relaxing more. You're always allowing yourself to relax no matter what the perception. And you know, you don't have to sit there and imagine, okay, am I going to be able to be relaxed in this experience? You know, you don't have to do that. And I've had this kind of perception. I am so scared of this happening. I'm so so scared of this thing happening um, that I just feel like I want to have the experience that it's happening. right now so I can get it out of the way (laughs) (laughs) exactly Uh, let me have that experience right now you know um I noticed when I was when when I was first at my uh place on Inalo street that I called fairyland man I was so scared of losing that place because to me it was like heaven that place was just heaven it was like wow uh, you know and you know I was so scared that I was somehow I was going to lose it not be able to pay the taxes whatever. I was like, okay. And I spent time letting uh, letting myself have the experience of what it's like cuz it's a feeling that I would be running from only. It's not I don't actually have the thing. I don't actually have the thing. I don't have a person. I don't have the kids, you know, it, I don't actually have those things like that they can they can just uh uh be gone from my perception they can be out of my field of perception any moment i can get the sense that their body passed away you know (laughs) so it's not like we really have any of that stuff and just in getting that experience it's kind of like a mini death you know like uh, that whole fearful experience and the great thing was When lava came and took it out, it was fun. It was like, yes. It was exciting. It was like, what? This is awesome. And that's what it's meant to be like. That's what it's meant to, that's what the experience is meant to be like. Uh, The the, um, separate thinking, the guilty thinking, the mind that thinks in separation thinks it needs to possess. We don't need to possess, we need to experience. It's through the experience that our mind is learning automatically. And see what people try to do is get the same experience over and over and over again, try to make it so that it's the same. Don't want it, don't want change. Don't want to have any change. Notice if you get ruffled, I noticed one of my friends showed me that um, this week, you know, she's like, wow, I got so ruffled um, when I asked her to change something. It's like, wow, I just got so ruffled about that. And it's such a better um, solution. Um, but I just noticed how I didn't want to change. I just wanted to keep it the same. And it's like, yeah, that's, that's right. That's how it works. Keep the same experiences repeating keeps the ego... In importance, because the ego is kind of like in, in control of keeping your sense of safety and continuity. <laughs> so it's like it's, it's like a as long as you have this sense of safety and continuity in your illusion, the ego is safe. You're not going to see anything because you just want to be in that like
2: uploading the same scene like millions of times per second mm-hmm. it's like and the exhaustion of just uploading the same <laughs> scene was like
0: yeah yeah notice the scenes that are automatically just popped into your head so uh you, you know look all day long thoughts are just like dripping in kind of like saliva it's kind of like the salivary glands secrete saliva they're like thoughts just dripping in all day long becoming aware of what's what's what the thought is and what it feels like that is huge you know your mind knows what to do with that when you give that you allow that information you're basically allowing some information that serves you see when you're when you're resisting the feeling and you're picking up that thought. That's what it is. When you pick up the thought, you're resisting the feeling. Mm-hmm. I'm talking any thought. You guys can experiment on your own. Like if, you, if you've been into meditation or sitting in meditation and paying attention to how your body is constantly um, reacting. It's a, the body's energy field. There really isn't a body. It's a body's energy field reacting to information, basically so when there's a thought and notice how your body's energy field reacts to that information you're not so interested in what that thought's about you're more curious of what that kind of impact that thought is actually making on your life <laughs> isn't that fun yeah. <laughs> and it doesn't come so interesting to like chew on that thought <laughs> I noticed that, I noticed that such a long time ago, it was probably like 2012, long ago for me because, you know, um, I didn't really see that, uh, how, um, everything was completely reversed until like 2014, which was, which was only like seven years ago. Um, but you know, I saw, I was just driving through Leilani, which is now half covered by lava and is. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, that, that everything, every thought that got my attention was getting a reaction in my body. I noticed a clenching somewhere. Um, and, you know, I had been in the practice for a while of just turning my attention into my body's energy field and allowing things to relax wherever I sense there's any kind of tension. Um, so probably why I was sensitive to that is that has been a practice of so just like notice wherever I'm holding tension and just like allowing that tension to be released as much as possible, you know. And so it, and so in noticing that, wow, there's an impact, and it is. It's like an impact every time. That reaction is big and it's, you know, that's, a, that's like sending messages, you know, in the physical sense, you know, which is symbolic of what's going on. It's sending messages to all the cells and it sends messages to your brain and is it, and, and it's messages on how to respond to situations. And this is going to show you, um, you know, where, uh, the the motivation for your actions is coming from all these reactions that are going on in the body's energy field that's the motivating factor for everything that you seem to do that's symbolic of the thoughts that's why if you have any thought um, that is upsetting or there's an upset feeling it would serve you to ask your inner guide for a reinterpretation mm. of that thought and just keep on looking it's like um, once you're in one interpretation of a thought it's it's like it, it it attracts thoughts that are like it, mm-hmm. and you're willing you're you're willing to relax the tension that you're holding on that. It starts they start to get lighter, and you could feel it in your energy field, mm-hmm. and and like the way it is for me, I'll watch them get lighter and lighter and lighter until it's like, ah, thank goodness, thank goodness, and that's the one I accept. Mm-hmm. I don't accept any of the thoughts that are tense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll know if I do because dang, I get slammed. I might start I might start uh, thinking I have COVID. <laughs> I definitely don't think any of my friends have COVID. Um, they try to tell me. They try to convince me that they have COVID, they tell me what their symptoms are, they can't taste, they can't smell, they um, feel like they're gonna die and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, you're, what you're talking about is impossible. What you're talking about, that's impossible. You're, you know, it's a projection. You could say, you're making up those symptoms. I'm making up that you're telling me that. <laughs> all for awakening the mind. <laughs> you're telling me that so that I can tell you that you're making it up. And when I tell you that, I teach my own mind.
2: Yes. I've been having this experience lately that there's not a single, anything that in the perception that isn't for waking the mind. You like are right. Not a single, <laughs> like now every single, I'm like, oh, this there's not a single extra There's
0: nothing extra There's nothing extra. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm like, and I'm like, it's we're just supposed to go back now. It's like you're supposed to wake up right now. It's like now, right. now, have a now, have it now, have a now, yeah. now, 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 now <laughs> all this yeah. happening the entire
1: time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah there's nothing. No. Yeah, there's nothing else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can't you can't like take <laughs> one of those things and okay, I'm gonna keep this pet thing yeah. real.
1: Uh uh-uh. You know. <laughs>
0: And I see people get a whole bunch of supplements. I think that's fun. <laughs> you know, it's not. It's 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 not. It's not right or wrong. And it and it and it certainly doesn't do anything. It's always the mind that's making these illusions. Okay, um, it always comes to what's the motivating factor? Is it love or fear? Is it love or fear? See, uh, you know, for people, it's like they have to get a perception that they're taking some supplements um, in, in order to convince their mind it's okay to get better. Okay, have you had enough vitamin C yet? The vitamin C actually doesn't do anything, but have you had enough of the vitamin C yet to get better? It's okay. It's not a problem, it's 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 like a magic trick. It's just about recognizing that that's exactly what it is. It's a magic trick. You guys, I sell magic tricks, I sell essential oils. (laughs) You know, if you want to buy my magic tricks, you can go to MiracleBotanicals.com. <laughs> yeah. They're the best ones in the world. Yeah. You know, there's not a problem with them. They seem to work. They seem to work because your mind is that powerful that it could make them seem to work, mm. whatever it is. Your mind can also make the illusion that you used that thing and you fucked yourself up with it. I've seen that too.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, no. <laughs>
0: Yeah.
4: Don't put cinnamon oil on your body
0: after. Don't put it on your couch, definitely. That is not the place for it. <laughs> I it
1: smelled Christmasy. I put it straight in my mouth, though. That's no problem. Tis the season. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Have we all tried that one? <laughs> Cinnamon bun. Cinnamon bun. Yeah. Hey, honey, yeah. I'm going to smell like cinnamon bun today. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that home alone moment. <laughs> yeah.
1: So
0: it, it's not, it's not that, it's a motivating factor. So, you know, like, you know, if you, if you feel like I, I'm not going to get better unless, unless I take these supplements, watch that thought. Watch that thought. It's okay. Still take the supplement. You don't have a choice in it. You have to. If you find yourself taking it, it's because you have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't have a choice in that. Your your mind is, is making you do that because of what you believe to be true.
4: Yes. I feel like in the past, taking supplements was, in a way, two things. Like appeasing fear. Like kind of... Mm having control like thinking i have control over my health right. and wellness and then also like oh i'm taking this so i don't have to be afraid of mm-hmm.
1: whatever
0: yeah and and here's here's the thing you know it's not to say that you can't take supplements or you shouldn't take supplements or you're more enlightened if you don't take supplements <laughs> it's nothing like that at all there's a way of being with it it's all relationship it's all just yeah. a relationship you know you, you, you are free to have all the magic tricks you want to have. You know, for me, my magic tricks are pleasant. That's the thing. Look at look at some of the magic tricks people work, work with. In cut, in whatever. poisoned. whatever kind of you know it's like it's like this stuff is pleasant. The stuff you let your magic tricks be pleasant. They're all magic tricks anyways. You put the energy into it. You say, this illusion is for playing with stuff like that. You put the power into things, but it's you. You can't really give the power away to that thing. If you if you think you did give the power away to, you, to that thing, that's when it'll betray you. Now you're setting it, you're setting it up. That's setting it up. When you really believe, oh, this thing really, you, you know, you're like telling, oh yeah, use that thing. It'll really, it'll really do it. I know that thing really did it. It's always knowing, you know, you can share remedies with friends. That's okay too. It's just always knowing it's an inner knowing. You don't necessarily have to share it. Uh, you, you know, you don't have a choice in that either. It may be inspired to you, through you to be shared. Someone may just see your example and and be blessed by it. You know, it's just, a, it, it's just a matter of being with things in a certain way. Like, I notice I'm drawn to take vitamin C. You know, I got this nice vitamin C. I put it in some water. And I also notice when, like, if I uh, find myself, like, gone from my house for a couple days... And the vitamin C isn't there. It's also no problem. I don't even notice any kind of difference, like if I have it or don't have it. You know, um, it's like whatever it is that's like inspired and and drawn toward that you're drawn that you're drawn toward. That's what's for you. It kind of just like lights up in your experience. It kind of just like shows yourself. There's also this thing, and I was talking about it with with my mom about how uh, you know in the Bible it talks about um, when you have two or more witnesses, um, to pay attention, you know, to kind of like seek, seek guidance on that. So things will pop up, uh, you know, a couple, three times and kind of like stand out to you. And you know, just like noticing that, oh, that's okay. Instead of mentating everything, letting these things come to you, they come to you kind of like in twos or threes. It's like, oh, there's that thing again. Or, Someone mentioned that again or something like that. That's kind of like your um, joyful guidance rather than the guidance that you go with with the ego that's making up and trying to control your life to kind of keep it in the the way that you think it should go. You know, it's a way of letting yourself be surprised. You know, I want to be surprised by this day. I want to be surprised by whatever this day brings. I may have a full calendar. I may have all kinds of things on my calendar. Still, I know that I'm going to be surprised. I always am by whatever the day brings. And, you know, basically just changing the way we're focused on things as if we're the one doing things. So, you know, you get the perception there's a full calendar. Like when I look at my calendar, I know that, you know, my mind is taking in information. I don't have to do anything about that. My mind's taking in information. The moment to moment to moment, that's all. That information, I don't have to interfere with it or anything. My only function in everything is to just like relax. You just reduce it to that. Just relax whatever's being held out as if it's Reality. The world is a magical world. It's not reality. It's a magic trick. It's a projection from your mind. So it makes it look like you're in it, even in a body. Like you're in a body and that's in a world. It makes it look like that. But the body is a sense. It's like a sense of being a person. A sense of a a thought structure that forms a person. (laughs) And, you know, the identity with that person comes from that sense. It's just that sense. You know, you yourself are always just like a playful, innocent child. You're not that thing that seems to have all this information and doubts and um, and and uh, thought constructs and opinions and likes and dislikes. You're kind of just like a, a playful, innocent child. So you don't have to take anything that you have a perception of that made you serious as if it's real. If you get the perception that you're being serious, you're mistaken about yourself, or that you need to get serious about this, or you need to be serious. Now, I'm, I, I, you know, I'm not. It's not like I'm, I'm new to this, and I'm not speaking from experience. Like I've tried this shit out. <laughs> you know, I mean, at first, it's like all hell is gonna break loose. At first, it's like, okay, all hell is going to break loose. Everything's going to just go to shit. Okay, but I, you know, I like to explore. I like to experience. So let's just see. <laughs> let's just see where this goes. And every, time, every single time, just w- uh, opening up and waking up to more and more freedom within everything, even if things seem like they're serious. A deadline. A government agency breathing down your neck. It's freaking funny. It's all energy. We're all we're all just uh, interacting with uh, uh, the, what we made of ourselves and projecting it onto the other person. It's like interacting with that. What's meaningful is when there's love, which is allowed through forgiveness. So it's like we forgive the perception we made. Because we're not perceiving each other clearly. We make them what we want them to be to us. We make whoever whatever we want them to be to us. So we can play our roles. I always love it when I catch myself, I'll be talking about my husband. You know, I was I was checking out this software, and this software looks so bitchin' for my for my business. It looks like it just like do some cool shit. And I'm going, okay, yeah, I like it. He's like, what do you think? Do you think this is something that would be awesome for your business? And I was like, you know what? I'm just ready to just like buy that thing right now before we even seeing the demo. I'm just like so into it. I got to be honest with you. And uh, my husband, uh, but uh, my husband, you know, he's uh, he's gonna have to. Look at that price. And then I'm like, and I know my husband is coming for me. And I feel really confident that he's going to say yes.
3: <laughs> does he ever say no anymore?
0: <laughs> he does when I need him to. I, I, You know how I know I need him to say no? I bet you know. How do I know when I need him to say no? Because he says no. Because he says no. Because <laughs> yeah. he says
1: no. <laughs>
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for holding that. No Thank one you, one kind being. sir. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> are going to do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for being
0: the boring one so I can be the cool yeah.
2: one
0: <laughs> Yeah. My son goes, uh, Mom, I want the COVID-19 vaccine. He's 13. And I'm like, sure. I get on the phone. I start calling people. My husband's like, no, I'm going to stop on that right now. <laughs> He's like, I'm the dad, and I'm saying no right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's fun. And, and, you know, just in taking responsibility for everything that uh, arises in the, re- in the experience. It's not like you're taking responsibility to the other people. Like, the other people aren't really others. They're not really other. Uh, there's only one of us here are our are our, our perceiving uh, our uh, our perceiving of one another is just perceiving um, and so like your perceiving me is also from you know from my experience healing it's like everyone uh, everyone who's perceiving you is conspiring to awaken you they are your friend Every eyeball that's on you, even if it seems like it's a judgmental eyeball, you also projected that one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So so it's like blessing every perception. And you know, when I hear someone has a perception of me that I'm this or that or something like that, also blessing that perception too. I don't need to change their perception of me, you know? I don't feel like I have to call them up and be like, "Hey, I heard you." You know what I mean? Uh, I I heard you think I'm whatever. Can't even think of one right now.
5: It's a lot of phone calls.
1: It's a lot of phone calls. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. The main thing is how, you know, you're being with your reaction to that because your reaction to hearing that someone's talking bad about you, that's what's valuable to you. That reaction, not the fact that they're talking bad about you, that, that is meaningless. The facts are meaningless. Okay. Um, so it's a, you're in gratitude for the person for giving that perception whatever that perception is. And in that there's a different way of being with that person. So it's like, you know, and you can forget those things. You can completely forget those things. If you remember that person did that to you, it's like, "No, I for thanks for reminding me." That's amazing. It seems like a different lifetime. Mm-hmm. Seems like a different relationship, seems like a different lifetime. Yeah, it's such a relief.
2: I just say, like, okay, the narrative just goes. and it's like, what's the focus then is like the being with like the response to the narrative, you know whatever's coming up. but then the relief and just being like, oh, I don't have to contend with details. So they don't fucking matter. Yeah. So it's like,, oh, I'll let. I didn't.
0: Yeah, they'll all come together. Yeah. you'll you'll watch them come together. It's like it's like, don't be in in avoidance energy though you know a lot of the times um what i notice is people are not really uh i guess hearing or understanding what i'm saying because the ego will grab it and take it as something else i find out people are getting um kind of rebellious about things you know uh, and being like you know that that can't be real. So I'm just, I should just be able to do this or, um, feeling like they shouldn't be having that perception. It's just noticing that whatever the perception that you're having, it's not a true perception. It's not real. You're making it up and getting the reaction, getting the feeling reaction to that. Everything else just works itself out. But you know, uh, being humble in it, and it's 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 different from humility of the world. You know, the humility, like the worldly humility, will say stuff like doubting yourself is justified. That's not the kind of humility that I'm talking about. It's just more like this this willingness to be taught, this willingness to learn how to surrender and not like be so. Full of yourself because the ego will try to get on this bandwagon where, yeah, it'll take over that you know, I'm pure spirit thing and take you on a wild ride. <laughs> and, 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 and you know, what occurs, what occurs through, the, through that is a greater sense of, of faithlessness, a greater sense of doubt, you know. So, can <clears throat> you go on those kinds of rides with the ego? Where you're, you, you know, you're, you want to prove, you want to prove it in the illusion, um, that you you have full power, you have full dominion over this illusion on your own, you know. It's just about asking in the moment wherever you can get the relief. That's the humility. You're just asking in every every moment wherever you can accept the relief because that's what you're worthy of. And you know if and and, and you know. Uh, For your spirit, there's no doubt in your spirit's mind that you're worthy of it. No matter what kind of perception you have. I caught wind recently. I don't know if you guys have heard um, uh, that the story about Alec Baldwin having shot and killed some people on the set of his, or one person shot and killed on the set of his movie, um, whatever it is. Um, I guess they gave him a loaded gun and he didn't realize he had a loaded gun. That was a, that that was a trippy thing to hear. And immediately I noticed my heart just go out to Alec Baldwin because, you know, it's like Alec Baldwin, you are worthy of relaxing. You can relax. You haven't done anything, you know, and just like to be able to get that relief in that, in, and you know. Um, to feel that, to feel with them. And that's like what, what's really good about human empathy. Like you can feel that. Like you can sense like, wow, you, the sense of just accidentally shooting someone. You know, you just get, get the feeling of that and the willingness to feel that with them and just be okay. And you know, that's all it is. It's all like something asking for healing in your name. So it's like the whole Alec Baldwin story comes out of my mind for my own healing, for my own sense of relief. Yes, it's okay. You can have some relief in that. And even in that, you can have some relief. So, you know, uh, like the ego reaction is going to be to try to make stories about the situation, you know, about the gun, oh, who did it and all. Oh, and Alec Baldwin, he was a a anti-gun guy. And, you know, just the whole story, you know. But the story isn't what's relevant, it's a feeling. So it's like, what, you know, what, what, is, what are people going through? And, you know, even when you hear any kind of news or anything like that, you notice there's a feeling that arises with it. If you're not focused so much on the story and who's doing wrong and what's going on and what's going to happen, blah, 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 what does it feel like? You know, get that feeling. And, you, and it's basically just opening up for a teaching through that. So you can have a teaching through any experience, whatever it happens to be. Like if you happen to be um, drawn to uh, uh, certain, uh, certain kinds of stories, um, you know, some people like to, uh, I don't know, keep up on the tech events of the day and everything like that. Just watch it wherever you look. Doesn't matter in the world. You're going to be getting the reactions that you need to heal. So anything you, you can, you can be drawn toward all the things that are joyful and, um, satisfying for you and feel wonderful to you. If you just allow it in your mind and you could allow more and more and more of it until it just feel, you feel like, Oh, your whole day is full of just relaxing and letting things flow. There's never a time in your day where you have to go, okay, at this point in time, I have to be really something. Even if there's a, time, a point in time in your day where you have to be focused, you know, the, you're not doing that either. You could still be in a relaxed state, in a focused state. You know, that's, that's something that, that people experience through yoga practice. You know, and, and, and anyone can have that in any, I mean, that's really why it's called practice because what it's for, you know, what it's really for, anyone can have that sense of rela- uh, relaxation and not only while focusing, but, uh, but especially while focusing, especially it's like, you could be in the, in a total zone. I think they call it the zone. Just in allowing yourself to be relieved of the burden as the doer, as the one who has to uh, manage uh, your own life, you know the the spirit that you are can manage your life so much better than any like guru you can find on the internet or um, any kind of you know any kind of way you want to structure things. That that guru, that spirit within you. Can uh, can orchestrate your life for you in a way that's joyful from moment to moment to moment. The more you're allowing, the more you receive. Yes.
5: So how do I differentiate that from ego? Like uh,
0: my the feeling. That, how do I go?
5: Well, wait a minute. Is that ego or is that um, my potential? In other yeah. words, when I'm looking to groundbreak, right, or I'm looking to, and everyone else's status quo. Okay right, and we're questioning authority, we're questioning the things, right, applying it to our lives, Uh huh. how do I say, differentiate, oh, wait, let me listen to ego that's telling me my spirit can run my life and everything better than I can, and when do I differentiate it and say, yo, shut up, that ego fit into this box that, this program that I purchased? Uh
0: Uh-huh, feeling,
5: right, it's just feeling, because either ego is with us or against us, no, I mean, it.
0: Oh. Ego is, is ego is only against you. Ego's whole thing is fear. Fear is what's against you. You don't need. You do not need ego um, to uh, to orchestrate your life. Let's say. Right. And but so it's a, to to listen to to see the difference between the two. Yeah. It's feeling. So so anything that comes from the ego feels heavy and like you have to do it. Like, like, you have to do it. And it feels, like, heavy like that. When it comes from the from the spirit, it's an inspired feeling. Like, I can give you an example, too. Are you talking about activism? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Or what are you talking about?
5: I mean, like, anything. Pushing the status quo. Okay. Okay. Right? Uh-huh. And any kind of change. Right. Right? Yeah. Instead of going with um, the Jews, right? And now being, like, okay... I have a, a different alternate way. Mm-hmm. Right? You should mm-hmm. have had a different plan. He should have listened to ego and pushed, which is what he did, or not and fit in with the current status quo. She okay. Is. So let's look at it like
0: this. Okay. Let's lo- let, because, it, heavy. because it does. Okay. So let's look at it like this. If you're being guided by ego, it doesn't matter what you seem to be doing on the surface, you're projecting more illusions. Whenever you're guided by ego, you're, it does not matter what it is, because the ego is fear. You're, it does not matter. You're projecting more illusions. Now, look, you can. It, it doesn't. It doesn't mean you have to go along with anything. It's not like that at all. You just allow yourself to be relaxed and relieved in the moment, noticing that your guidance is coming only in the moment. It's never what you should or shouldn't do. It's never going to be what you should or shouldn't do. It's going to be right now in allowing yourself a sense of peace. Everything else is coming. Everything else. You are not. You don't have a choice really in what you do. But in, in making it as if you do have a choice, that's what puts a burden on your mind. So if you're relaxing... And hearing the Spirit and and listening to your guidance, it's never going to be a certain way that it should look on the surface. You can also be listening to your Spirit and following your guidance and going also along with the Jews. You have no idea where you need to be. So it's just relaxing and going with your guidance and you'll, you'll, you'll know because it's an inspired feeling. You know, your guidance is always toward this. You are guiltless forever. That's what your guidance is toward. You are guiltless forever. Let all the actions take place out of that. It doesn't now, no matter what the action looks like on the surface, it's coming from a place of healing like that.
5: necessary process okay
0: yeah so So it's
5: a a determination like predetermination yes i mean we're in control we're in control of our digestion but we're not we're in control of our breathing but we're not all of the things that so that's all predetermined what i'm meaning is to differentiate from hearing ego to pump you enough up to give you the motivation and to to get out of that conformity, out of that box, right? Or or hearing spirit. How do I differentiate mm. the two? One is patting me on the ass, telling me, you, you got all this. And the other one's patting me on the ass, telling me the same thing. And coming from one, these people over here, yo, know, that's ego, son. And over here, hey, that's spirit. Because mm. you got this. How do I differentiate the
0: two the feeling it's a feeling every thought is a feeling so when you when, when you hear hey you got this go that's a, it actually coming from your body's energy field it's coming from you so that's coming with a vibration there's a vibration to yes. it so you get a load of the feeling sense the feeling you, you're you're gonna yeah. Energy, I'm guessing that you probably know the difference between inspiration and obligation. Feeling yeah. wise, yeah. that's all it is. Then, okay, okay. See see what I mean? Yeah. It's like ah, oh, an inspired feeling, or is it an obligation? Do right. I have to do that? Yeah. Like work. Yeah.
5: Is something that you do that you don't want to do to pay for something that you do want to do. <laughs> right. Right. I- so okay. Obligation versus
0: yes, inspiration. So, so you know, if you can di- differentiate between those feelings, you got it.
5: And I'm asking you mine because that's relativity, right? Law of relativity. How what other people are seeing me as work, like what you do for your finance, how you generate finance. That is not work to you, right? And other people, it's wow, online classes, online this, selling of this, and so right. It's relativity it's work is. Uh, well.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, you know, it's whatever's whatever's joyful to you. That's what you're allowed. You're you're allowed whatever it is that that calls you. You know, you don't have to focus in terms of um, how am I going to support myself? You know, it's like whatever it is that calls to you. And there's all kinds of like, you know, ego ways. I know when I was involved in activism, I was involved involved in activism on this COVID thing for a year. And, uh, you know, it's it got to the point where I'm like getting this kind of popularity and people are like, oh, my God, you are my savior and stuff like that. And then the spirit just said, you're done. Hmm. That's not that's enough. That's enough. That's over. And it's like just in allowing uh, the always to be guided that way um Allows you to constantly be uplifted, and that's what I notice. So I always go with that, and not what you know the ego would say. Oh, you're getting all this attention. You can like okay, it's like that doesn't feel good at all. None of that feels good, and so you you know you're able to go um, through through trial and error. I mean, for me, it's just trial and error. I you know at, at one point for a couple of years, I would know that I'm getting uh, the guidance coming from ego and go along with it anyways just to see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> you know, just to test it out, right? And not, you know, to kind of try to lean to my own understanding what I think it should be instead of just
4: allowing,
0: you know, the truth to reveal itself.
3: Yeah, listening to you talk today, I had the perception that I was sick and I had COVID.
1: Uh-huh.
3: And then suddenly all these people in my perception, I, I thought it was great, I was going to lie and just like be on my own and not do anything. Mm-hmm. But suddenly all these people came on into into my perception of saying, oh, I had it, I had these symptoms, I had this, I had that. And it was like feeding, almost feeding that. Yeah. And listening to you talk now, that makes sense yep. of why that's happening because otherwise I would just would have whatever it much quicker maybe
0: <laughs> it's possible <laughs>
3: yeah yeah but it was being fed by all these outside sources which yeah are it's
0: upholding the projection yeah. yeah 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 sickness is a really weird thing it's like uh, it's it's impossible and it seems really real to people to the point like look how insane it's gotten yeah I mean,
2: bodies
1: are going away.
0: It's like it, bodies are bodies are falling fast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, you, you know this this idea that we can get each other sick has gone like all the way to full blown insanity. My my friend, her friend, um, thought it was so peculiar because I just she thinks she has COVID and I just go over there and get in bed with her. She's like, you realize you're in the sick bed. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but there's no sickness. There's not really sickness. And uh, yeah, and you know, people go, uh, gosh, I, I I hope you don't get sick, you know, because I've been sick or something like that. And you know, I tell my friends, I don't announce it on Facebook because people get really scared when you say stuff like this but man if you guys think you have COVID and no one's coming over call me I'll come over I'll love you up
1: (laughs) 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 will you talk a little bit about
2: faith because lately for me that's been like the thing of not asking the illusion to prove to you to be like faithless and then encountering your perception and asking the perception to show you how to have faith. Like, just like, I don't know how to like, so I just pray for faith. Don't. Uh, well here,
0: here's, here's yeah. the thing. It, you don't have to try to design your curriculum. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's the <a> thing. <laughs> Who,
4: me? <laughs> like,
0: uh, like, okay, I'm going to, uh, uh, now I'm going to, uh, Learn about faith because I seem to be faithless. It just let the curriculum come to you, and it is. It's always come. It's always coming to you, um, and it'll show you basically. Faithlessness reveals itself in the illusion. Um, whenever you're making illusions true, that's what it is. You're, you know, you don't have the faith to surrender that illusion. You want to hold on to it. You want to make it, you know, like my friend was saying, um, she she was saying that she had some Facebook post post back in 2020 where she said um, something about people wearing masks or sheeple or something like that. And so she got into this argument with this doctor guy and now she like thinks she has COVID and then she wants some medicine from the doctor guy and the doctor guy is saying, no, I'm not going to support you. With the medicine, so then she gets the perception that she's being left to die because <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have that stuff. So I told my I told my friend, man, you know, a, you know, a really sure way that you know you don't need a particular medicine. You don't have it. They're saying no, you can't have it. You do yeah. not fucking need that. And you know, the funny thing is, getting this perception that this medicine is needed too on top of, like, this fucking many medicines.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but if I don't have that one more, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to freaking crow. And so my friend was telling me, you know, I don't, you know, don't want to forgive. I don't want to forgive him. Mm. And, and I go, oh, well, no wonder you're holding on to the perception that you're sick for such a long time. You know, that, that's exactly what's coming up, to be forgiven. And, you know, you're not going to be given anything that's more than you can handle. You can totally handle that. Okay, I'm getting a perception that this guy is punishing me for something I did last year and leaving me to die. And, oh, my God, I'm so abandoned. Get that feeling. Ah. Oh. It's like, ah, oh, thank you. And then you're like grateful for that dude, to that dude. You know, you might even find yourself like, uh, who who knows? You see him or something, or you call him up, and you're like, hey, dude. You know, in 2020, sorry about that, man. I was feeling really scared, and I just made that comment. And you know, it's not like because you need his medicine or anything. You know, you do need his medicine in one way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's getting that reaction. It's getting a murderous reaction now. It's getting a murderous reaction. Like the reaction to, you know, if you're, if you're getting the perception that a person is punishing you by leaving you to die, then uh, that justifies, mm-hmm. you know, your murderous thoughts toward them. Mm-hmm. So that's what's coming up through the perception of COVID sy- symptoms to be healed. Then you will be like so grateful that COVID symptoms helped me bring that up. That's all.
4: Yes. So even like the perception of
1: sheeple. Yeah. Like that's
4: also like separation. That's the ego saying, oh, you're ignorant. I'm superior. I have like this other higher knowledge that knows that this is all an illusion. So even just love and compassion for someone I perceive as
1: being
0: a sheeple
1: yep absolutely like it's me. It's well like because it, it is it is you yeah so
0: so so basically someone that you get a perception of they're a sheeple right they're getting the vaccine they're they're wearing a mask they're um, they're standing six feet apart standing on dots you know um, and you, and you get that perception notice the disgust toward them notice the sense of ugh. Ah, oh, that's where the healing is at, being asked for. Because the, whatever sense you get of them is about you. So, you know, you, you, want it, you want it to be a really sweet sense that you get about them. So you let that be reinterpreted over and over and over again so you're getting a really sweet sense. You know, before I went and jumped into the, be- into the bed with a, uh, a friend who thinks she has COVID... Uh, I was hanging out with a friend who's vaccinated and wears a mask and loves all the, th- the things, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's like, it, it's like we don't have to have this kind of stuff like interfere in any way. Like, you know, that's what I was noticing. Like, you know, and, and she was surprised. She hadn't even heard. Some of my friends think that vaccinated people have spike proteins that are, can put you in danger and fuck you up some way in that way. Uh, and my friend was like, what, are, are you, really? And I was like, and I, "And I was like, yeah, it's just the same as I'm gonna get COVID from a person. And she's like, yeah, I see that. It's just like all like the same, you know? And, and my friend, uh, you know, her she was just real easy with, the lighter choice for her was to get vaccinated. And the lighter choice for her, the one that glows for her, is wearing a mask. She loves it. She's like, I've been waiting my whole life for this.
1: Wow. <laughs> my sister's the
2: same way.
0: She's, She's like, what I, love I want this thing.
1: Right? <laughs> yeah, and, and the
0: thing is, it doesn't matter, you guys. And, and, and that's the thing. I know. I've been, uh, I've, I've been in activism. I know. Um, I, I, I feel it, uh, the, 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 this whole COVID thing. I know what it looks like i know what it i know it looks like um you know tyrannic tyrannical rule and i know i know all that stuff and also for those of us getting the perception that is for healing it's not for fighting against so that's what's been done all throughout history Mm -hmm. so there's nothing's getting better in fact you know what I heard? My yoga t- one of my yoga teachers said this. Uh, I-, I didn't look it up, so, you know. And he's, he could be full of shit. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> but he, well, he yeah. said the it. average high schooler right now has as much anxiety as a mental patient in the 50s. Yeah. Hmm. Stress and anxiety. So we have grown accustomed having a very high level of stress and anxiety and that's what all of this you know feeding information is meant for to keep this high level of stress and anxiety so what could be a more healing balm than this divine acceptance for whatever it is that's being perceived and you know and that includes like the leaders the the seeming leaders in this you know joe biden uh, Bill Gates, all the seeming leaders in all of this—they all need that healing balm from you because they are—they come asking for that in your name. It's what you want to heal your heart. It's what it's what you want to restore your mind to sanity. It, it's helping you. You know, the having the perception of this particular timeline. Is one in what you guys an astronomical freaking number that we can't even conceive, right? And and it's perfectly set up because you can handle it. You can handle this level level of.
1: <clears throat>
3: we were made for
0: this. We we got this, and you know because it's it's a blessing because along with that is also this awakening vibe. You know, there's also, because there's this, there's this sense like, wow, how can anyone be expected to deal with this? Like using it as an illusion, you keep on losing, it's obviously leading toward death. Everyone starts to notice that, you know, it's like, it, maybe not in this, maybe not in this lifetime for everyone, but everyone eventually starts to notice that, you know, and it's not, no, some of the people aren't just props. I've heard that. Someone asked me that. Are some of the people just soulless, dead things cruising around like as puppets or something like that? No. And it's so funny because I I, I get the perception like right after that, all of a sudden the UPS guy comes and, wow, does he seem like soulless and empty to me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, that's just fucking funny. I love that. You know, I, I just I just laugh at stuff like that. I just like, oh yeah, well here's one for you right here. And I'm like, I'm not buying into it, okay? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not buying into what my senses perceive, okay? Because <laughs> that would have to be that something is coming from outside of the mind, okay? Everything that comes, every everything that comes from the mind is an illusion. Everything that comes from from the mind is uh, is also Um, you know, basically a representation played out by you. You're playing it out. So you could say it's all the soul too, you know. But beneath the veil, the veil and everything on top of it, that's all illusion. Without Beneath that, it's soul. So it's like, I love you. That's soul, that's spirit, which is basically the thought of God. So it's like beneath everything that you interact with, you're relating with that. And the way you can communicate is with the thought of God. And so that's releasing anything, just the willingness to see through, As another way of saying it, anything that denies the truth of who you are. And that's how you relate with everything in the perception that it's all coming from me. It's all a blessing. And, and you know, if you're using it like that, it's going to serve you. You know, I was sharing with a friend of mine, I'm like, man, I live the most luxurious life. And she's like, I can see that. And then she t- started telling me how she lives a life of service. And I'm going, I can see that. You know, it's like um, this, uh, this life of service kind of thing is misunderstood a lot of times. It's as if you have to sacrifice something that's of any value, right? Um and, and it's like all you really have to sacrifice for that is your identification. That has no value. That's what has no value. It does not mean you can't have a facial, have a massage, do some yoga, take a bath. You know, it doesn't have, mean you can't have all those experiences of luxury, pure luxury. And, you know, if you, if you find yourself being used in a, in a way that doesn't feel luxuriously relaxing it could be in an ex- inspiring and energetic way it still feels calm and peaceful if you're listening to your inner guide that's all you never have to be all tore back is what I'm saying oh god yeah I've been living a life of service I'm fucking wiped out
1: <laughs> I've been doing it
0: all someone, for you someone knows me something yeah. So, yeah I've been doing it all for you man <laughs> It's wearing myself out. Look, my body's out of shape now, and I'm, uh, uh, I'm, I'm doing uh, all this stuff for you. I'm not, you know, I'm not taking care of myself so I can take care of you. That's, uh, that's service. Now, that's service to the ego. To the ego, love is sacrifice. But that's not true. There's actually no sacrifice in love. You're not made to sacrifice. You know what you're at being asked to give up, you know, your ego thinks of as a sacrifice. It's your identity, right? Your identity is what spirit's asking you to give up. The ego to the ego, that's a total sacrifice. And and what is identity, you guys? How how is identity defined?
1: You know, how is your how
0: is your identity defined? How does your ego define your identity?
1: Separation. Judgment. Judgment.
0: That's all it's made of. All your judgments. Some label. Yeah. Everything, like you're, you got, you know, the opinions. Like, you know, I notice opinions occur to me, okay? Uh, I could say, uh, I could say in this opinion that occurs to me, the fucking vaccine is poison, right? And then I get the perception that my son is taking the vaccine, right? right. And that opinion's like, pfft, I'm not going to hold on to that thing.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had the same thing with my kids. They got the vaccine and it was like,
0: it doesn't matter. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, that opinion is meaningless. The opinions are meaningless. Yeah. So, uh, so, so like, it's funny too. I don't know if I told you guys week it was fucking great. So, <laughs> the guy... <laughs> First, I get the perception. My son tells me he got the vaccine, and then my friend tells me um, her son just died like two days after he took the vaccine. And I'm like, okay, that's an obvious one right there. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's a good one. I, I see that. Uh, uh, thanks for uh, filling me in on that. And then uh, and, and then my son uh, gets a hemorrhoid, and he... <laughs> And he goes to the hospital for the hemorrhoid, right? And he gets and he gets back, and he's like, I'm surprised you guys aren't making fun of me. And we're like, what? Why would we make fun of you? He's like, because a hemorrhoid is a blood clot. That's supposed, supposedly an effect of the vaccine. I like his sympathy. Isn't he fun? <laughs> I love him. Yeah. I go, well, better in your ass than in your heart. That's yeah. what i <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. oh, my
0: I, our family, whole family's been having fun with it.
1: <laughs>
0: it's amazing how hemorrhoid can bring you so close. I love it. <laughs> but, but, you know, even the bodies are for fun. So, you know, even, you know, the way I take it is that, you know... Uh, if if my son, if I were to get the perception that my son died of COVID, I know he did not die of COVID. Die, death is an election. Death is only an election. You can't die of COVID. So if my if, if my son is making an election to uh, uh, to show us all that he's dead, <laughs> give us the perception that he's dead. <laughs> That's just fun. <laughs> you know it's, it's not the, the, these bodies aren't real we don't need them to communicate it's not like my son is gone if, he, if, if, he gets the, if I get the perception that his body passed away it's not like he's actually gone and you know it's interesting because it, that'll be challenged in me um, like I'll just be in the kitchen with him or something and he'll, uh, he'll get real, play from, real, real playful with me and look at me a certain way and I'll get this sense like, oh, I don't want to lose him. You know what I mean? It's like get the sense, oh, I don't want to lose him. And you know, that just needs some compassion. That just really needs some compassion right there. It's like you, you just allow the compassion for that feeling and you become more and more detached from the people that you love. I mean, that's really like a service to them, you know, because you're allowing them the freedom to be whatever it is that 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 they'll that they want to be in this lifetime. You're allowing them complete freedom. You just keep on getting relaxed with it. You know, you keep on falling into more of a equanimity with whatever it is that that needs to be manifest. If he's going to be there playing playing around with me in the kitchen, baking stuff, listening to music and stuff like that, I can have fun with that without suffering over it. What's going on is people suffer over, you know, Possibly, I hear people talk about that too with their spouses and stuff. So it's like not to avoid that feeling. It's not like I should be this way where I'm totally detached from my family members and their bodies can just die and I will just completely laugh. Well, you know how you will be able to just completely laugh when someone dies and and you get the perception of someone dying is to keep practicing from moment to moment with that sense like fear that you're going to lose them, you know, allow yourself to have some compassion for that. And, you know, because of the humanness, you you're getting the sense of what it is feels like to lose. And the thing is, you're not capable of losing anything. It's all a gift. You're not capable of losing anything. Every body that's gifted to you in this experience isn't guaranteed to be in your experience for any set amount of time. They're only there for the perfect amount of time. It's the perfect amount of time for you. So that's reason. That's reasonable. Does that mean that's going to that's going to be the way you react? No. It doesn't mean that. Does that mean it's going to be the way I'm going to react? No, it doesn't mean that. It's possible though through practice. It's possible through watching your trigger. Attachment is a trigger. Then you can enjoy the you can really enjoy the person. Because if you're developing attachment, if you're just permitting your mind to develop attachments like that, what you're going to find is you actually end up in conflict, which is no fun. You're able to be in much more gratitude when you know that this is all temporary. These bodies are passing. There's no guarantee you're going to lay eyes on that body again. the ego gets caught up in this continuity thing where, you know, you just expect that it's going to be there. I mean, I like, I like to get surprised when I wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh, he's still here. <laughs> hey, it's still breathing. This is awesome. We're still we're partying again.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, you don't know for sure. That's the thing. Then nothing becomes, no one in your life becomes like this stagnant energy, just stagnant there in your life. Oh, no, this is the guy. This this is the guy. I make sure that he washes his ass. Then I make sure he does these things. Then I make sure I cook for him and he brushes teeth. And, that, and that's, okay, I did it. I knew this one woman one time and, uh, I worked with her and she was coming into the workforce. I was like, I was like probably like low 20s, like 22. And she was like in her 40s. And I was training her because she had been raising a family the whole time. And then she ended up getting a divorce because the dude ended up going with a different chick. And then she's like getting a divorce and she's going to work. So she's in the workplace now. And, um, you know, listening to her talk back then, it was really educational for me. Because she would talk about what an asshole her husband was for not appreciating her when all she did was everything she was supposed to do. You know how it, how you know he was this terrible. She took, she she did her mom role exactly perfect in her mind, and her and her wife role exactly perfect in her mind, and he just dropped her. And he's a terrible person, and so then I'm I'm over there planning something with my husband. At that time, my daughter was only like three or four years old, and um and I was planning a a, a trip with my husband. At that time, I think it was my boyfriend. He probably wasn't even my husband, and um and and uh, and, and she t- said something judgmental about me going and without my child. Like as a mother, I shouldn't go on a weekend with a dude without my child and I said and, and I said something like well dang how how would you how would you ever have a relationship you know alone with your spouse then you know how's that how's that gonna how's that gonna work of course he's going boning other rods you know what I mean it's like uh, I, I mean it's like there's a there's <laughs> There's this there's this thing where I'm just doing all my obligations. And so then I expect you to do all your obligations. My obligations are to whatever, whatever you guys make up. But in this case, it was my obligations are to cook, clean, take care of the kids. And your obligation is basically to go to work and not bone up with other chicks.
3: And it's usually an unwritten contract. Yeah. You, you never, know what <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, you never yeah, even know what it is. Yeah.
0: Right, you don't even know. And and, and, and you know, that's that's one thing too. It's like, you know, if you're, you just realize that these unspoken things are playing out and then you can just like talk about them. Hey, how, how do you feel about this? You know, you just automatic. It's just automatic because you're looking at how these unspoken things are playing out. I mean, look at even in friendships and stuff like that. It's like people will feel obligated and feel like that's normal. That's not normal for you. Remember, what, what part of playful and, and, and innocent is, Where's obligated fit in there, you know? A playful, innocent, innocent child doesn't know obligation. It's just automatic, you know. Uh, these patterns start playing out where the obligation seems to just be superimposed on both parties. And, and, the, and it's like the other person is holding them to that obligation. And, you know, when I notice that, I start asking my husband, is this what you expect? You know, at one t- point he told me, well, you know, I, I don't think you should be um, running around and doing all this different stuff because that's not what wives do. And I said, okay, well... The thing for me is I need to run around and do all that stuff, so maybe we should go back to boyfriend and girlfriend. Maybe girlfriends do that, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, so it was just like, oh, well, you know, actually, you can just do that stuff, if that's important to you, you know.
2: But ultimately, that is your thought.
0: Oh, yes. It's, it's me allowing it. It's always me allowing it. Like, people ask me, how do you get a guy like that? Like, that's the best kind of guy you can freaking get, you know? He's like always taking care of all all the stuff. He's sweet, he's cute, he loves you, all that kind of stuff. They are born out of you. He
3: is the best
0: guy. (laughs) That's from a guy saying he's
1: the best guy. He's the best guy. (laughs) He makes me happy to be a man. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious.
0: (laughs) They are born out of you that you know that 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 partner um whatever that comes from you i mean i've seen this evolve through me the whole time you know at first at her at first he was he was someone who seemed like he, you know he can kind of resonate with my mind he's got this edge about him and you know he's kind of uh he's kind of like a a, a hot and 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 then i was like yeah i start changing and I'm like, well, I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of like mellowing off of that kind of stuff. That That's not really my thing anymore. And then he just kind of like morphs along with me. And, you know, what I see is that if he's not going to morph along with me, then someone else will fill that uh, that space if, in fact, that's what's necessary for my mind. So it's not like everyone needs a long-term relationship. You know you know if you don't. Need a long-term relationship? You don't
1: have one? Yes, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know.
0: <laughs> because all the relating is for a- awakening the mind. So there's, you know, for some people, it's just meant to be a bunch of short ones for awakening the mind. But, you know, the body, that's not your beloved. That's not what it is. You know, it's all meant to show you that your beloved is not the body. Your beloved is within your beloved is in your mind. Mm-hmm. And I and you know, uh, Haley was talking about sexual desires, you know, um, earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyone wants to get laid? I don't know. Talk to Haley. Go to Haley. <laughs> Give me a
1: call, please God. <laughs> Having a hell of a perception. <laughs> she has an itch; it needs to be way. scratched.
3: <laughs> 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 Who are you gonna project from your mind? Yes. Just see
1: the bar
2: is going like this.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: so, 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 so look at this: a sexual desire or any desire—it doesn't matter. You can make them all the same. You don't have to like to like single out sexual desire from any other desire. Desire that you perceive for things in the world and experience in the world, that's like an echo of your desire for wholeness. Those desires are not your own desires. Those are not your own. So it's like when when they arise if you will allow yourself To get the feeling right now of what you think fulfilling that desire will give you. You know, like you think that fulfilling this sexual desire will lead you to this sense of satisfaction, right? This sense of glow, of satisfaction. You can have that right now. You allow that right now. You can have that right now. Even that sense, like what maybe your genitals get all sensitive. Mine just started to do that now. Maybe,
1: <laughs> maybe
0: your genitals get all sensitive, you know, and, and then you you just allow you just allow yourself to get that perception and just allow that to be satisfied right there. You don't need anything to touch, you know, it's okay. It's not anything bad or wrong or dirty and it's perfectly okay. It's just learning how to be fulfilled within yourself. You don't have to wait. You don't have to wait to get your clothes off. You don't have to wait to get a partner. You don't even have to wait. It's like it's immediately just, it, it's it's embraced right now, the good feeling, that feeling of satisfaction, orgasmic, whatever. And you know what I'm talking about, What you what you experience is beyond that orgasm, even if you have really long ones, you know, some of us women can go off for a super, super long time. Uh, I'm saying that it's it's even better and deeper and longer than that. It's on a more subtle vibration, um, but you get more and more sensitive to it. And then, you know, that's just that just is uh, the the regular kind of sex where you have like t- touching and stuff like that involved. <laughs> <laughs> That's just kind of like icing on the cake then. You know what I mean? Because the cake is really um, the the satisfaction and ecstasy and bliss that comes from knowing, comes from truth, comes from awakening. Nothing satisfies more than that. Nothing satisfies in knowing that the, of, of your innocence and of the innocence also of all of your brothers and sisters. There's nothing better than that. Um, so when so that sense and noticing that you can get that sense of something and you know uh, uh, for me it just like filled my whole body with a nice warm energy and dissipated and it just seems to remain on a really subtle um beautiful releasing kind of vibe
3: i find it interesting you followed up or it just organically came about to talk about that right after obligation because uh, you know in, in the sense what fun of, yeah because I, the word even responsibility, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's my ability to respond.
1: Mm-hmm. And
3: sometimes I noticed, you know, in my younger days, there was an obligatory reaction.
0: Yes. To so
3: sensations and feelings. Right. And then you're not fully aware. Well, I, I, you know, maybe.
0: Yeah.
3: And so our abilities to respond to these waves of energy or sensations—it's—it's—it's it's, it's fascinating.
0: Yes, and it doesn't even have anything to do with that person. Like, it's not personal,
1: right.
0: too. You know, I was really fortunate uh, because the first time I had an orgasm, I knew that it wasn't because of my sexual partner because I wasn't, like, feeling super attracted to him. He had a small penis, and I was just like... <laughs> that
1: that matters all the time. <laughs> and I was like... Uh, yeah, I, 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 I
0: was immediately like that was me. I knew, you know, I know that, I, I know that people go through it like they think they need a good partner or something like that. It's like, mm-hmm. like, like, you, are it, it you're the one yeah. <laughs> you're the one <laughs> it's not <laughs> if you're good at sex your partner can be a- anyone and then they feel, they feel so <laughs> special all the time yeah they feel so
1: wow i'm really good at sex
0: look at how orgasmic you are yes you are you're amazing <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for showing up for my orgasms. <laughs> you get no credit
1: though. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean it, and, and then and, and then you know of course it you know, it's all responsibility off of your sexual partner for, for pleasing you, too. I mean, look at how free and relaxing that whole experience is. And that's
2: usually what gets women off is to relax and to be like just
0: exactly. like... Exactly, like, just to be not, in a relaxed flow. <laughs> relaxed and
3: safe and, and it's just it flows, yeah. Yeah, and,
0: and it's not like, you know, we're having expectations or living under obligations of each other or anything like that. So it's just like this playful, innocent, you know, and it's and, and it's not like uh, it's not like we have a performance to do, mm-hmm. you know, something to do, and, and that's just you know, sex is just one aspect. I mean, you can generalize everything; everything is the same. It's all you're just you're being asked to relax more. You're being asked to experience the experience. Um, give your judgments up. Give all give all of your judgments up they're not serving you you don't need them you,
5: masturbate all the
0: time. you could masturbate all the time yeah and you know what it, you know yeah. what the funny Mark thing is you, you know you, you know you don't you don't have a choice in it you know you you it, it's a convincing illusion that you made a choice you know you're, you're like it, you know you get a sensation in your penis and you go uh, and and you go should I touch it and you're like, yeah, I think I'm going to touch it. Okay, I think I'm going to start stroking it. And but you know, actually, you don't have a choice in that.
5: So when another you know person is just you masturbating with using them. Yes,
0: it's a it, and and yeah, okay. yeah, and you you, you you know, it's like an experience is coming basically. Literally. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> an experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, so, you know, without that burden of pressure on you to be the one who's choosing what experience you're going to have, like between illusions, between different illusions, you can just enjoy whatever experience is being presented to you in the moment.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. So, you know, it's like, oh, now, oh, now, even celibacy. yeah. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. Celibacy is celibacy just until you guys bone up, okay? You know that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like you could be vegan just until you eat some meat.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 Great. <laughs> <laughs> just as long as that happens.
2: I want to do my job and tell you what time it is, but I don't mm. have a time telling device, so.
1: You're good. <laughs> it's or three minutes. Yes. Okay, good.
0: Yay. Does anyone have any questions? I
2: just feel grateful.
1: It feels
0: really good. Fuck, me too. Thank you. you. Gosh, I just felt that too. I was like, whoa.
3: I actually have a question. Yes. There's a couple of things I I identify with who will struggle in my life. One of those is I've never had an issue with death my entire life. Except (laughs) watching others suffer. Like the person that that left the building,
1: mm-hmm.
3: I'm excited. Mm-hmm. However, when I'm witnessing people in the in their pain and suffering, I too begin to feel, you know, some sense of emotions that it seems so overwhelming.
0: Perfect. I love it. Yes, empathy. You said it. So, so basically, with empathy. empathy the reason it's given you is because you can allow compassion to come through that. That's the reason it's given you. Look, the person that you perceive suffering is not suffering. You're having a misperception and you may be having a misperception along with them having a misperception about yourself, about themselves. But that doesn't change the fact that it's a misperception. No one is capable of suffering. No one is actually capable of suffering. So the best way, of course, to help out a suffering person is to not join them in suffering, right? And so basically you could pick up suffering and hold it up. You're not really capable of it. You could just pick it up and hold it up and and hold it as a defense mechanism towards seeing what's really true. Uh, Basically, that's what it goes on. So your empathy, it's like the spirit wants your empathy because that's good. That's human empathy and when you hand that empathy over to the spirit the spirit can use you in a way that's healing you're going to be performing miracles in that way there's no suffering no suffering is real you know i get the perception of of people suffering and i just apply reason to that any any reaction that i get that, to their suffering you know uh, um it, it it's just met with uh, with reason and also uh, and also awareness of that feeling awareness of the suffering feeling because i am not capable of perceiving a person who's suffering unless i'm projecting them like that isn't that for fun so uh, to to get the reaction, to get that feeling, reaction for healing. It's for healing. No one's suffering. So it's like when you get the when you get the perception of a person suffering, you can say, "I taught them that trick." I I taught them that trick. It's like I, it's like they agreed that they would play out that role just for me. I taught them that trick. If I believe in okay, if I believe. that there is a a threat outside of myself or this pain that I perceive right now is not beneficial in some way, then I'm suffering, right? Mm -hmm. So so in in comes another set of eyes, you can say, and goes, oh, there's no suffering here. There's no suffering here. There's just a misperception. We're misperceiving. There isn't any suffering here. There never is. We're getting a misperception of that. So in that, we open the way for the mind to see through the suffering. What I get the perception of is that anytime anyone who thinks they're sick invites me over, by the time I leave, they look and they seem to feel a hell of a lot better. Okay? Okay? It's like uh, it, it's like you just know that this is a facade, so you're able to hand that empathy over and have your mind open and having yourself your everything reinterpreted. So you know, from time to time throughout this COVID thing, I have not had the perception of myself having a uh, uh, any kind of like a runny nose or a cough or anything like that that seemed like a big deal but throughout the perception of it i got the i got the sense that um there was something going on with my eyes and then i immediately saw a report that said pink eye may be the first sign of covid uh. and i just used that as i okay that's thank you for showing that to me because that just like showed me what an illusion this is that the no way any symptom that I perceive coming up, that is a, that is an effect of an attack thought. I look at it, as, it at a, as an effect of an attack thought. I'm not trying to make it go away. I don't mind if I get the perception of sickness because um, I know that it's not true and I know what it's for. And anytime I perceive any kind of sickness arise in me, any kind of sick feeling, maybe a little twinge of a headache twinge of a throat thing, sense of maybe a cough or anything, Um, notice what it is, and that's all. Watch fear that arises off of that. You know, after I went and snuggled with my friend in her, quote, sick bed, uh, while she thinks she has COVID, um, a fearful thought occurred to me, and I just noticed it right away for what it was, and let the compassion come. I'm not trying to not get the perception that I'm sick or I'm not even trying to not get the perception that that seemed like it was contagious. It's fine with me. I know it's not true, even if I have the perception of it. Do you see what I mean? So what I'm allowing myself to do is get relief, okay? And, And oftentimes what I see is when I allow myself to get relief, those symptoms don't turn into anything. It's just like a passing thing, it's just gone. I'm not running for vitamin C in that instance, okay? When I find myself taking vitamin C, it's not out of a fearful feeling. It's not like I better take the vitamin C <laughs> since this. But it's, but you know, there's a, there's a sense and immediate relief that none of that is true, these fearful feelings. What will people say? What if you come down with COVID? Her mom told her, what? Hope's coming over? Well, she's going to get COVID. (laughs) And my friend goes, I don't think Hope minds if she gets COVID. What? Don't mind if you get COVID? What if you give it to everyone else? I don't think Hope minds (laughs) if she gives it to everyone else. (laughs) What kind of a fucking spiritual teacher is that? (laughs) I know it's not possible. That's the thing. My friend said, I'm brave or it seems like I have courage or something. The thing is, I know it's not possible. And, you know, I get examples of that, too. My friend who who, um, works with me uh, took the whole week off last week because she thought she had COVID. Guess what? Her husband doesn't think he has COVID. And they're sharing the same house. She needed
1: a vacation. (laughs) You know, they're, they're,
0: sickness is an election. We elect to, you know, if you look, you'll see. If you didn't think it was a benefit to you, you wouldn't get sick. Period. So hooray, everyone. Just remember that. It's powerful. It like, it's almost like it blows your mind, especially when you're in the midst of perceiving symptoms. Yeah.
3: Well, the anyone suffering. The anyone right. suffering
0: with symptoms. Yeah, it like, seems like they have symptoms, too. Yeah, exactly. My, my, my family has always been like, you know, cracking up. So try to make something really serious. And you know, I'll I'll just like make a joke about it. One of my friends said, hope it's really serious this time. (laughs) (laughs) Now I have tests that say I have brain damage. So how am I going to get around that? Now I have brain damage. I'm like predisposed to be this way. And I said, that's all bullshit. She's like, how can you just say that's all bullshit? I'm, I'm telling you, it's all a bunch of bullshit. You're projecting that right now. Do you know why I, I projected my astrology to say that I need at least uh, half the day for me time, pampering time?
1: <laughs>
0: Very clever. If we're going to make it good, I mean, we'll make it good. <laughs> uh, sorry, it says right here. <laughs> I can't put that many things on my schedule. <laughs> totally making it up. Yay. All right. Aloha, everyone. I love you. Thank you. I like how, I like how we start out at 3 o'clock. Uh, there's one person here.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, it's really fun. Thanks, you guys. Thank you for coming. I do not mind you guys coming any.